Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast, kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands. So, for any companies out there that need a brand new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. We love ACDMB. I'm sure they love us. Thank you for them. Very kindly, as always, for sponsoring us on the podcast, with the fanzine, with everything. This is a real happy, cheery lot pod. I kind of listened back to the mailbag we did. And first of all, I've been suffering diabolically with hay fever. So on that, and add to the fact we had to talk about Leeds and Wakefield again, I sound like I had a peg on my nose and a cloud over my head. I'm not that dour anymore. I'm back. We're back. Joining me as always, my right-hand man, my co-host, but our stats man. Statman Reese. I'm a stat man. Freeze. Where have you been? <laughs> what do you mean, where have I been? Where have you been? Um, I may have indulged in some hospitality. Yesterday. You jibbed in there. How the hell did you get in there? You um, squeezed well, by security. I tried. I've tried many a times before. Um, <laughs> no, um, a friend of mine, uh, his work, have a table. They had a spare spot. And uh, I drank there. They asked Alec- everybody else. <laughs> yeah. There was no one else. And I yeah, swiftly God, drank their allocation of beer as well. Um but yeah, no, I I enjoyed to see how the other half live. Um, to be fair, so how 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 what where how does it work? It was it, to be fair. It's really it, it's it's good. Um, obviously, Rob Oates runs the show, and he's a, he's a really great host. Is Rob? Um, but it's free cost meal beforehand. Um, obviously, the bar is ready and available. What's quite interesting is just the play. Some of the players just walk around. Like quite often, so like Gannon was there, Newman was there, um, you know, um, Max was there, Max Simpson, and like they just walk around and people just don't really bother them. Whereas I'm sat on my seat going, that's Gannon, like that, and trying not to get up and give him a kiss. Um, and obviously, Rob and his family were two tables down from us as well. Um, but yes, yeah, so you have a free cost meal beforehand. Rob then comes up, does all these thanks, um, for everyone that's sort of paid to be there, really. Um, and then he brought a guest on, and his co-host or guest of the day was JJB, who I have to say is looking very, very, very trim and fit. Um, couldn't quite believe it when I saw him, but um, JJB was telling a story. I can't remember how he got to it, but how he'd they'd been shotgun shooting recently. I think it was some sort of charity event, and he wasn't quite used to the shotguns because in Bramley, the sawn off where he grew up, um, so he wasn't quite used to the length of the shotgun, um, but. No, JJB was great. Um, uh, And then obviously you go... The only thing I don't like about corporate is people not being out for kickoff, whether it's the first or the second half. That bit always really annoys me. Uh, At at the beginning of the second half, if if anyone was in a south stand, you'd have seen just a lonely person sat towards the top and the middle with no one around him. That was me because I ditched everyone because I'm not missing the start of the second half. But it was good. That all sounds great, and I'm sure you had a, a lovely time. It sounds like you did. But, Reese, the, the question here is, 
did you get anyone to come on this podcast? You, you mentioned all these people that you're in this room with. Everybody's <laughs> had a beer, bit of Dutch courage, loose lips. How many people have you got scheduled in to come on this platform and speak we, with us? I, I did speak to one big person who I've not... Not big in terms of size. That's a bit unfair. Uh, big in terms of name. Um, but I'm not going to say who that is because I don't want to say... I asked them to come on and then they never come on. So I want it to be a, a surprise if they do agree to come on. So just get ready, folks, for when we do announce Joe Pasquale is coming on. <laughs> to with, with Danny DeVito, yeah. With Danny DeVito, two of the squeakiest voices in the business. This is the match review panel for Leeds hammering, absolutely destroying Huddersfield. Who's on with us today, Reese? We've got Cameron, um, who's probably, uh, you know, actually had something good to review. Cameron, how are you? Uh, a lot better, thanks to yesterday. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> was, sorry, Reese. Cameron was initially booked in to review the Wakefield game. And we usually do it on a Sunday, as people, as regulars to this platform will know, we tend to do it on a Sunday evening. But because of the things that happened that day, me and Reese felt it necessary to to record on the day of the game, which kind of proof in the pudding worked because, it, as I've said before, as Reese said before, it, it it is our biggest pod ever. So Cameron missed out on that, which was a bit of a kick in the nuts. But Cameron... I won't say that. I'd, I'd rather review this than that. Yeah, for this one, which is miles better. Yeah. <laughs> Much rather review this than... Uh... Stop talking about the Whitfield game, Eddie. Jesus Christ. So I think the best place to start this review is not the game itself. We will come to that. But there was something extraordinary, I felt, at, at Headingley last night as we record this. And that is, of course, the Burrow family. And by that, I mean the whole, the whole of the Burrows, let's call them. It's hard to put into words this family, but it's every time they're on screen, some something just comes over me. It, it it's a feeling, it's emotion, it's humour, it's it, it's everything. And I've never ever felt and gone through that roller coaster of emotion before, and I don't think I ever will, to be honest. Did did you go? Did you go to the game, Cameron? Have you seen the footage of this bureau takeover? Yeah, it was from the minute you walked into the the stadium, you could tell that something that was like something special was yeah. was was happening. Um, it was, I suppose, it's the closest thing we've had since um, the game that where Robbie actually played. You know, it, back in, at the start of twenty twenty, it was sort of the the closest thing to that kind of experience. You know, it was just a lot of emotion, a lot of. I don't. I don't even know the the right the right words to to say it, but it was like almost like you know a family gathering, but like times a million because of the amount of people there, and no one's drunk and arguing. <laughs> that's what that's what always happens. At, listen, I'm just addressing the elephant in the room. That's what always happens at family reunions, <laughs> family meetings. It, it were wonderful, Reese, and I think I think Cameron's on the same line as us all. I struggle to kind of describe it, if that makes sense. It's just so powerful and so special. Yeah, it was it was 
the most special of pre-match things I think I've probably seen at any sport game, to be honest. And obviously, we've got that tie to Rob uh, and by and by sort of link his family as well. But I thought, you know, I think Sky Sports, so, you know, we rip into Sky's coverage quite often. Um, but I thought Sky Sports, were, you know, what the, the part they've played in it, the club itself, I hold them both in the highest regard and praise for what they produced uh, on Friday night. And what I was thinking about was quite often, if I, you know, when you watch the TV programs of Lindsay and Rob and the kids, or when Rob's been at the stadium before, I often get quite emotional and I get, I now and then drop a tear myself, but there was just so much joy in it on Friday night. And that was what was, it was so uplifting, so humble. Um, I just thought it was just absolutely brilliant. I, I mean, I messaged Rob Oates after because I thought I, unbelievable sort of presentation. I don't know what, again, I'm losing the words now because again, I can't quite fully describe it, but I just thought Sky leads Rhinos, Rob and his family just deserve. And Macy and Mayer got to do the one thing that I've always wanted to do, which is shut Brian Carney up <laughs> and put tape over his mouth. That was to be every Billy fan's dream to do what no. Macy and Mayer did. Those two, and they they just felt like they were born to do this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Just just naturals, natural yeah. talent to be in front of the camera and, and do everything. So if, if that's what they want to do later in life, presenters or any, you can see from the get-go, they are bursting with talent. Fair play to Sky. They quite clearly knew the angle. They knew what they had to do, and they did it. Everything from chucking... Buckets of grass over Barry. Everyone were on board. Everyone knew. I kind of, I think it will, but I hope this is something that Sky Channel Four, whoever with the coverage, just continue to push this MND thing and yeah, and, and just just grab it with both hands and kind of push it all the way and make it to an annual thing or six monthly thing. I don't care, but it was amazing, and I think that was probably the best place to start with them, their coverage and that beautiful family. I mean, the, the moment on Sky when. It cut to Rob and Lindsay. Again, I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying the game because we're battering Huddersfield. <laughs> and I don't even drink, as everyone knows. And I'm, as soon as he's on the screen smiling, I'm, I'm, I'm in bits. I'm just like, it's such a, it's so powerful. It's, it's that beautiful. smile. He just doesn't it stop is, smiling. It's, like, it's beautiful. He's just an amazing person, a human being. You know the amount amount that you saw him. Sm- I mean, I I don't usually like sit and watch back the start. You know, the start of Sky's coverage. You know, if I'm yeah. rewatching a game, I'll just go straight to the game. But like, I even got um me me missus down and uh, to sit down and, and just watch the uh, the the Borough family takeover because it was just that it was moving, but it was also it was just really funny. It was damn good television. <laughs> what a lot a lot of the time, and also whoever had the idea to to get you know make the sound go all the way through headingly so that we could all all yeah. hear it in the stadium that was genius but it's just just his smile just his never ending optimism and the fact that he can still rip into Barry <laughs> that's that's never gonna stop I Barry. enjoyed that I'm I enjoyed the question about Barry's discipline as well like how many red cards you got on Barry sat there going <laughs> uh, like that just counting them all off and then he said two and I'm, I I thought they should have asked him how many meters was that try in that grand in the Challenge Cup final? Yeah, it doesn't get longer that. and longer. I think it's 188. It's yeah, <laughs> We're on currently. It's, that's something like that now. But yeah, 
Everyone I mean, I deserves would... a massive round of applause. You know, Huddersfield fans when they were applauding him, even Phil yeah. um, Ben Taylor when Jackson came and gave him the ball, and just just everyone played their own little part in that to make it such a they special pre-match. I would implore anyone that hasn't seen it or you know watch watch it back if you can. There's been loads all over Twitter just in pieces, but but watch it all back because it was so special, unbelievably special. This is the match review panel for the game. Leeds versus Huddersfield, and here is how it sounded. Talk about your songs, talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Everybody, clap it in. Rita smashed it again. Smashed it again with the sound of the game. That's think... my favourite one ever. I think. Well, I, I think it's. I don't even like WWE, right? I was what? no. I know Stone Cold is, but I spent what? half of the day watching Stone Cold footage, trying to find the right. I do that on TikTok almost every evening. <laughs> But yeah, someone suggested to me that I should have dubbed over the end bit because because Stone Cold Aust Blake Austin said so. But I don't quite, I can't quite do Stone Cold's voice justice. To be fair, so no, no not many people can. I mean, in terms of positives, I think it's the game. So I think we just jump around from bit to bit, and everything's a positive. So just out of curiosity, depends. does anyone have a negative? No, I suppose injuries. But uh, we didn't score really 66, I suppose. Um, yeah, we didn't get to 66. That's yeah. a negative. I, no, I, to I, be honest, almost right. You can't. I don't think you can put a negative camera on it. I think you're right, no. and I think um, all all everyone wanted was a reaction and a win. But we got that, and then some, some way more than whatever that. I mean, I if someone had said to me, "Well, we'll beat Huddersfield 54 0 after that performance against Wakefield." I would have probably laughed and I would have laughed in the face. 
Um, so, I mean, if you put a, you know, I'm really pleased with Rowan. The two-week break seems to have done them good, you know, and just whatever was said, whatever was done, but the intensity, the, the purpose of the team was just leagues ahead of what we've seen this season, which again puts into the question of why are we so inconsistent? How have yeah. we been able to pull this out of the back? That that but, was something I was going to reference as perhaps the, the, neg- the, the negative of the game is why why isn't it like that every week? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to go into that because I just want to celebrate how good it was. It just, I will just... say... Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to... Just on the, uh, on the inconsistency point, something that Rowan said in his press conference really stuck, stuck out to me as something that I've considered frequently this season. And it seemed to indicate that maybe, maybe it, is, it is the case. I do wonder if Rowan's the kind of coach who is literally just trying to pace the season. Um, because I can't remember the word for word what he said, but he basically hinted about like try, you know, literally pacing the season and making sure you peak at the right point, which is obviously something Leeds are, f- are famous for doing. So it does, it does fill me with optimism that maybe we will find a bit more consistency in this sort of second half of the season because I feel like it might have been the plan to actually kick it up a notch. Someone did actually tweet yesterday, it was a Mike, a Wigan fan called Michael that said, yeah. if this is going to be the start of Leeds doing that really annoying thing where they're average for half a season then turn into prime Melbourne Storm and make it to the grand final again, I'm going to be miffed. But after last night, my delusion's sky high. So yeah, grand final, World Cup Challenge back. five years in a row. Yeah, Welcome Woo! back. Just on that kind of everything that Cameron yourself has just mentioned there and on consistency, we scored tries quickly and early and the sky cameras cut to Rowan and his emotion was exactly that. He wasn't cheering. He wasn't upset. It was one of, he was saying like, yeah, that's, he was like, yeah, that's right. That That's exactly, that's what we trained to do and you've just done it. It was almost as if he was saying, why, why haven't we been doing this? It was like every time we were scoring, it was just like, yep, yeah, that's as if he was saying, you finally, or you understand the assignment. It was, it was almost as if he was saying to the players, it's like you're clicking. So this is exactly what we've been coaching and telling you to do for the past month or so. But for the two games, Magic and, and Wake, you, you completely fell off. Do you feel, Reese, that we're a side that gets dragged down to our opposition? Because you think Wigan... We play really well. Both games against Saints, outstanding. Cass, they're dreadful. We play dreadful. Wake here, diabolical. And where, I can't even think of a word worse, maybe Cameron can, than diabolical. Do you think, Reese, that we're a team that, for, 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 for better or worse, gets dragged down to the team, to our opposition's level? I really hope not. Because you should be motivated to win to regardless of who you're playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I, I, I don't know what it was yesterday, but it, it's, it's, the, it's that word purpose for me. That this It just felt like there was a purpose to that side last night in terms of they didn't sit back in defence where Rowan decided to change that and get off the line, but they were off the line, getting up in the faces. The the set comp- that. Sorry, Reese, just on that. Do you think, because that was a big change, the, the line speed, do you think they've had it out this week about that? Because to me, that really stood out, that line speed. So do you think in, in the week, 10 days, however long it was? They must have week, done. They've had two weeks off. They must have looked at it. And if Rowan's got to get... said, this need, we need to do... Whether it's players, whether it's Rowan, but I think 
to get that intensity back, that's probably one way to do it. And they, they were off the line. They were great in defence. The set completion was brilliant. You know, we, we were, if we were when we were finishing sets, we were either scoring a try, we were putting it within 10 metres of their, uh, their or their try line, or we were forcing a six again and put it behind. Some of the kicks we were doing, someone's mentioned it in the comments, Paul Ramsden saying one of the Caesars kicked that forced Senior to run back over the line into Fussy to tackle him over the line. Lewis Roberts tackled someone over the line once as well. Like there was just, um, yeah, just the purpose, the intensity was just so much better. And I, I don't know where that's been or why it hasn't been altered. I think we've always knew that we could do something like that on Friday night. But I mean, the, the execution was just brilliant. Yeah, the, the focus will, will, will be on the tries that Leeds scored because there were some damn good tries. But it was the control of the performance that most impressed me, which Reese has touched upon there. You know, turning the ball over in the right ways and in the right areas. Um, and also showing that balance in defence. I don't think it will be the definitive end to the to the passive defence. But I think it's a reminder, and I'll, I'll keep harping on about this, Rowan Smith's teams don't always have a passive defence. They've, what they've got is a fluid defence that can be passive passive for some games or spells in games and then can raise its intensity. The problem this season is, for one reason or another, it's been passive for too long or for too many games. And hopefully we start to get this that balance right. And again, I think that points to pacing yourself. Because in the maybe earlier in the season, you can afford to conserve that energy. Maybe now we will be more intense. But the big thing for me is just keep that control. Keep that, kick it into a corner, turn them around, make it difficult for them. Yeah. I think Caesar, to be fair, had probably his best game in a Rhino shirt, especially coming off the back of a of another another injury. I thought his kicking game was I thought he controlled well. I thought he, I thought he ran well as well. I thought he ran it to the line. We, we're gonna do this for every Squad We've got 17 players to go exactly. for, so we might as well I think, start. I think fair's fair. We have called Aiden out. We've called a couple of players out this year, but it felt like Caesar Fussy Tua in particular, they just dropped straight in, improved us. And, and Lassoni. Oh, sorry, and Lassoni. And but alarmingly, didn't look like they'd been away for a second. I know. You, you, if, if someone, I know it was one of those games where we're not, everyone was immense, but you would never in a million years pick one of those three to say they've been injured. And listen, how long's Fussy Two have been out? He's had nine like, games out as you'd, Fussy. Um, you'd never, you never ever would have said that last night. And mm -hmm. to me as well, just on rugby league, it's I've always found it quite alarming that when a player comes back from from a long term injury, the nine out of ten times they go straight into the starting team and play eighty minutes. Whereas in football, on other sports. They kind of drip feed him in, so they'll say, "Oh, here's star striker coming back from injury. He'll come off the bench." And in rugby league, they just say, "Right, you're back. We need you. You're in." How did you feel of those two performances of all oh, those three players, Cameron? I thought they were all outstanding, to be fair, and I, and I don't use the word outstanding lightly. I genuinely do mean they they were outstanding. Um, I think picking up on your point about dropping players straight back into the side, I think we were fortunate with these three, certainly Lissoni and Fusatua, with Rowan saying that if we had a game last week, Fusatua and Lissoni would have been fit for that game. So it was almost like they were kind of not drip-fed drip fed in in the way that they do in football, but they, they had like 
they were fully fit last week and they had a week to get themselves match fit, if you see what I mean. But I thought all three were outstanding. I mean, Fossil Tua, that's that's the player we signed, isn't it? It's, it's the yeah. player that we don't we don't we don't see that often. We saw glimpses of him last year because even when he was fit, he wasn't always that. But just his carries off kick returns, I would not want to be in front of that. And also, he's just his eye for a try. I mean, he was scoring tries before he got injured. I was quite impressed with how he started the season. He's just he's, he's just well. picked mm-hmm. he's just picked up from where he left off last night. You know, I, I I'd really like watching him play when he's at his absolute best, and I just hope we see it more. You've already touched on on Caesar. It was a very well balanced performance from a halfback, running, kicking, yeah. passing, basically everything he'd want. I'd ask the question again of him: of why do we have to have performances like the one against Hull, where he ran for what was it fourteen meters? He ran that day, and then he can have uh, great eight. performances. I'll, I'll was it eight? Yeah. Was it eight? You know, he has performances like that, and then. Last night, you know, he, he does that wonderful break for James McDonald's try, and just like, what? It's chalk and cheese. It's two different players. Does he have a twin brother? Like, <laughs> what, what, I don't understand. It felt like one of the only times, really, that Caesar and Austin really clicked last night. Like, and he actually the whole spine. Yeah, I was going like, to say that the yeah, whole well, spine was brilliant. I thought. I mean, I thought Jared was great as always, and obviously, and he, again, quiet again from Jared. Jared doesn't tend to do things that, that stand out, but he ran a bit more from dummy half. But his he passing did. was great. But he just defensively, just solid in how oh, he leads that. Well, as always. But, but Myler felt freer last night. Like yeah. Myler would just seem to have he that freedom well to be well. able to pick. Yeah, he kicked well, but he just had that freedom to pick and choose when to join the line and when to support. I think Myler just Myler was brilliant. Austin, well. He just ran the show, really. He's going to have his own and, section in a moment, Blake. Yeah, which we'll go into a bit more detail. And Caesar, yeah, Caesar was brilliant. Um, and I, I saw it. I was all for having Sinfield over Caesar. I didn't really oh, want yeah. Caesar in that shirt at all. Um, but, you know, I want more of that. And then on, on Fussy as well. And it comes back a bit to playing players in their positions. But we played Hanley at wing yep. and Fussy yeah. at wing. And the carrying yeah. from the kick returns was so much better like fussy will always go forward and so will ash yeah. carry on the wings and when we've had daryl and tyndall crabbing across the pitch we're not making any meters going forward but, i'm a crab man <laughs> just but just um fussy's drive on those kick returns just help us or start those sets much better um so no i was really pleased for caesar really pleased for fussy and then lasone We've got to talk about his one big moment. I mean, I've loved the moment we're talking about. Is he, he makes a carry, but he, he does like a big fucking battle cry, screaming, he's about to hit the line. It's amazing. I'm sure everyone listening to this, everyone, if you haven't go on Twitter, it, it's, it's, it's on there. Leeds Rhinos. You can it's hear everywhere. Barry saying it. it's like he's land, taking off at Leeds Bradford Airport. Like he just does a full on scream before he runs in. <laughs> I mean. I almost really think that should be the bog standard for any prop that's running in, but that's why I love rugby league is someone going screaming for leather, screaming, <laughs> knowing that there's three players waiting for him, but he doesn't give a fuck and he's running in as hard as he can. And equally, there's three players waiting there to tackle him. Although one of them, Jack Ashworth, got completely bopped off I got uh, and got taken off the pitch because he got injured as a result of trying to tackle a Sony. My, my question is there, what is he screaming? Why is he screaming as he's going in? And I've loved people on our YouTube live chat now to tell us what was Sam Lissoni screaming as he was about about to hit the line there. I don't the battle cry. I'm I'm genuinely obsessed with it. I said on Twitter earlier, 
I've watched it about a thousand times. I don't know how many views the video has, but a thousand of those are me. I'm just like, what? <laughs> the fear, you know, on the of the defensive line is a big enough guy anyway. The fact he's running in screaming, what? He could have been singing Little Mermaid or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Oh, obsessed with it. I think but it, it wasn't just that carry there, was it? Because there was other carries that he was no. doing as well and stuff. And he yeah, really in fact, all the props carried really hard yeah. uh, last night. But obviously, Sam will get that um, big moment for just that carry. But you felt that carry. Like I, I know the footage after yeah. it has helped it and it's elevated it. But on the night when the carry happened, the crowd were loving it. That carry in particular, <laughs> he was loving it as well. Like, I feel like he just. He gave off the, the impression that he was just genuinely really enjoying himself. And mm. when your players are doing that, you're on for a winner there. I think, you know, I said I said this about Fusser Tua, that on Lissoni, that's the player that we signed. You know, that's that's what we saw last night is the kind of player that we wanted from Lissoni. And to be fair to him, he was showing that a bit more before before he got injured and yeah, hopefully was. you know, he just he stays fit and he just kicks on. I, I don't think there's any coincidence to the fact that Fusser Tour and Lasoni are like busy mates and come back together and both play awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lissoni are you going to mention that one, Reese? Yeah, let's just shout In terms of what Lasoni was saying, was move, bitch, get out of the way, which I think is quite appropriate. Um, I could see you Ginny, chuckling at it. I thought you could say that. Ginny has a comment saying Barry Mack was, must have been in heaven watching that. Um, so yeah, just it was Lissoni was great, but that, that those people, those senior players, have come back, have come back in the side and made an impact. Um, I think that's been another reason for the performance as well, which is uh, which is great to see. Well, the man of the match was without doubt Stone Cold Blake Austin. We kind of said, and I've said previously that he does blow hot and cold. P- players do, and I kind of said off the back of that Catalan game when we reviewed that, and that was a a 10 out of 10 performance. I said at the time, it, it's impossible and it's unfair to kind of demand that from any player because it's no, no, no player in sport can consistently play 10 out of 10 each week. If that Catalan game, gentlemen, was a 10 out of 10, I, I don't know what last night was because it were better. It, it were miles better from just from Blake Austin alone. And I think he's a player that accepts like he's not playing well enough and he needs to step up. I think he's very, I don't know. I think he shows his emotion a lot and, you know, that he's not happy with his performance or that he's happy with his performance. And it, he's one of those classic cliche players of when he's on, when he's playing. Clutch. He, I think without doubt, one of the best players in the league, we don't see it often. It's going to be brutally honest. But last night, I don't think anything could have stopped him. Last it was night. it was everything. App forty twenties assist. Just it, it it felt like it felt like he would have god modded and playing with cheat codes last night. Literally did. That's the, such a, that's such a good way of putting it. He, he looked like you were playing playing the game with cheat codes. I mean, those two those two assists in first half. I love them both, even though they're so very different. Because the first one is just bouncing off everyone. And that's what I think of when I sit think of Blake Austin as an halfback. An halfback who can break a tackle, which yeah. is why why I really like watching him play. But 
that that dummy. Like, no one, no one lays a glove on him. We we scored that try and touch and pass. That's how good it was. Yeah, like he just slices through. It's just that's, that that's dummy was that good that James Bentley got nailed in the background oh, yeah. because the, the good dummy was that good that the per, the defence pass was gone. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, Ginny's asking in the comments: Should we be keeping Austin? I've been tempted this year to keep him for another year, and, and I got, after last night, I'd be giving him the contract now. I've blown hot and cold on him, and I think on the mailbag or the wake review or both. The previous two podcasts, I kind of said I've seen enough, but I don't think any Leeds fan can say now that he's done it twice to 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, whatever performance. It was exciting, though, wasn't it? Every time he got the ball last night, you knew something was going to happen. Yeah. You know, in that, and that, you know, we haven't really had that excitement from a halfback that often from a Leeds player, probably since um, your Lord and Savior left. um, Left and Last night, like, when he got the ball, I was like, he's going to do something here. You could just feel it. You're on your edgy, edgy seat. Uh, it went, yeah, went, exactly. Went, is, gets the ball. is he is, is, is he our only player that you feel like that with? Like, when he gets the ball, he's going to do something? Newman is probably the only other player that I can probably produce something out of nothing that I get excited about when they get the ball. But Austin, he's just, he was on, nothing would have stopped him last night. Um, and, the, and the form that he's in this season, you know, it's 15 games, 15 assists. So he's, he's creating a try game at the moment. He's got four 40-20s, which is double more that's than That's amazing. For, for, sorry, Reese. For Leeds Rhinos, that's amazing. Because we have been one of the worst sides in the league for, for the lack of yeah. 40-20s. So the fact he's come in and done that. Yeah. We've kicked so, more than half of the league's overall 40-20s, I believe, or something ridiculous like that. Um, so the, the total in the league is 17, and he's kicked four of them, so not quite half. No, but, but I, meant, I meant that the, 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 the team has. Oh, right, yeah. Team yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that might have changed, actually. With, with yeah, Myler and Seas have got one each. Yeah, Myler and Seas have got one but, each. Yeah, so we've actually got but, six but a few, this year. A few, a few weeks ago, that, that fact were true. It was seemingly mm. other people have caught up, but... I mean that would it, he is he's such a, an enjoyable player to watch his play. Would it be would it be a smart move from the club if they were to announce shortly this week, next week, that Austin was re signing? Do you think that would lift? Um, I don't think I don't think you need any more lift after Friday. No. I don't think, you know, I think all the I know some people were not refusing to enjoy Friday night and we're like, well, we've got to do that next week. Well, screw that. Enjoy the fact that we just absolutely smashed Huddersfield. Enjoy the now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, back, back them to do it the week next week. Cause I, you know, I, I will, I will back them to do the same next week. Um, but no, I don't think we need it in terms of a lift. Um, I think this is we need it because it's the right decision though. If it's the right decision, then yeah, I think, I mean, and to be honest at the moment, I think it probably is. I've, I, I think it's absolutely the right decision because I think, Pat, you, you don't want to have to embed an entirely new halfback combination. And if you're mm. getting rid of him, and I'm assuming we'll, we'll, Caesar won't be staying around. I might be wrong there, but I'm, I'd assume Caesar won't be staying around. You know, you just want a little bit of continuity, I think. And also, he, you know, we say he blows on cold, and he does. I'm not, I'm not lying about that. But Reese just read out the stats there. That you don't have those stats if you're playing bad more often than you're playing good. Yeah, it's probably about 50 50. And yeah. I'll, I'll add to that that even when he plays badly, I don't think you can ever question his effort. 
I think a, a good example would be the Wakefield game, right? He, he he didn't by his own admission he didn't have a good game, but and it, it almost got to the point where he was probably trying too hard, and that's why he had a bad game because he was trying to make amends for earlier mistakes. But like from my perspective, you could tell that he you know he was trying, he wasn't giving up the ghost. Yeah, he'll put his hand up and he'll. He'll play and play the game as he sees it. Talk about stats there for Austin. Reese, do you have the team stats for us? Uh, I do, yes. Uh, obviously, nine tries for us, uh, 247 carries. Meters was 1,713. Um, average Kane was 6.9. Of the year, that Reese, eh? Yeah, I'm going to get to that. So, tackle was 33, clean breaks, nine. We conceded 694 metres. Um, total tackles, 226. Missed tackles, 17. Errors, 8. And penalties, 5. So, 1,713 metres is the most by any team so far this season in Super League. Um, nine tries is the most we've scored this season. and Third highest in the league this year. 247 carries is the most that we've done in a game this year. And also the second highest in the league. Um, 694 metres is the second least amount of metres conceded so far this year. Um, and then also we did 16 attacking kicks, which is the most that we've done so far this season uh, as well. So loads of positives from uh, the team stats. And then into the players, we had seven players over 100 metres and two players over 200. So Ash Hanley uh, made 222 metres. Um, Martin, 203, Fussy, 2, 155, wow. Aledsky, 150, Walters, 132, Austin, Jesus 120, Lasone, 104. Oh my god, so that's three props over 100, which over is the first 100. time that's happened this year. But wow, Hanley's 222 was the most by a Leeds player this season. Uh, yeah. It was also a season high for Fussy, 2, Aledsky, Walters, and Lasone. Oh my god, um. Caesar actually had the most I'm carries. Pruing. I'm purring. <laughs> Caesar had the most carries with 28. Wow. So again, showed he took the ball, you know, took the fair ball. Play, and, fair play. Um, and then tackles wise, Bentley led with the tackles. Um, and then assists wise, Myler got credited with four. He had three kick assists, didn't he, in the second half alone? Yeah, probably. And then he that had was, one for Fusser too. Uh, that Martin try, the the scrum, way, yeah. that Martin try was gorgeous um, for the kick through. Um, so, yeah, and then Austin led the way with tackle bus, which was five, which felt That's a bit low for me, considering five of them probably came from Myler's first try when he, bought, when he went through about four or five players. So, yeah. the stats were very, very good. Amazing. Let's hope we hear more stats like that. Yeah, next week. <laughs> just, just on you. You mentioned obviously Ash Andley's meters. I, I, I thought, I thought he had an understated performance in Safari's. He was very good, but obviously wasn't the headline grabber. Took mm. his try well though, and should have. Had that's just Handley on the wing though. Yeah, and, and that's that. That brings into my 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 wider point is that I hope that this is the end of the Handley at fullback and centre experiment. I by no means think he's terrible in either position. But just play to his strengths. He's a winger. He's absolutely 100% a winger. And not only is he a winger, he's one of the best wingers in the competition. Yeah. If not the best. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but... Yeah, he's me, the best. You know, when I compare him to other wingers, I don't actually see it anywhere. Other wingers are, you know, on level with him, in my opinion. But I don't really see anyone who's cut above him. 
by any means. Mm. You know, he's got everything. And just, just, just use him in that position. We just look so much more balanced in attack because we had two genuinely class wingers. What about his pass? Oh, the, oh the, for the final one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, what? How the hell has he done that? It was almost a bit <laughs> like just, just out the back, but with what the ball, ball. With the, yeah, just a tap back. It, yeah, no, that was probably the, the commentary did not do that justice. It did, they called they it could, lucky. The commentary did it. not do that. That was an amazing piece of skill. And the commentary, I know, I don't want to bag Sky, but they really should have made a big deal of that. That's yeah. a highlight reel ball, that. But the problem is, there's no camera angle of it. There's no close yeah. because all the cameras in the south stand, you can barely see it. I don't know if you've watched the behind the game footage on YouTube that came out about half an hour ago, a bit before the, before we went on. Yeah, and you can't see that either there because that's the closest camera to it. But Phil Davis filming the person in front of his back, um, so you Roll can't film. see it either. Um, but no, it, it was it was it was a special offload. Um, it wasn't the best try of the night though. I don't think. I think well, was my favourite try because that there's a load. Yeah. Um with the kick through from Myler to obviously to Martin, but it was just a break beforehand, and then the fact that it was three players chasing ready from within the supporting Myler. I think that one was probably my favorite. I really liked the play off the back of the scrum for yeah. Was... yeah, enjoy your set, please try. McDonald's try was good as well. That way, yeah. I liked I liked yeah, I, was, I was gonna bring that one up, but I love the I love it when a half back, you know goes on an inside shoulder and just carves through the, the gap behind the rook. Yeah. Absolutely love that. And then the support play and the way McDonald sort of catches it and then pivots, he sort of changes the direction that it, that he's running as he catches it. to tell, I think it's um, seniors who's there just to totally take him out of the equation. Just left out. him for dead. Absolutely love that. <clears throat> Incredible. Reese Martin back in form. I don't think Reese's I don't think Reese's been out. Only to his only to his incredible high standards, should I say. I think he was caught out defensively, certainly in the Castleford game, but that was an overall problem. It wasn't just him, it was both edges in the Castleford game defended mm. absolutely woefully for my you know, in my opinion. Um like they just got caught out so much. But yeah. He's our he top try scorer. Yeah, he he knows that he knows his way to the trial. Yeah, so and does, uh, does yeah. He's got he's got a bit of pace in him, but no, I, I don't think Reese has ever been out of form. But yeah, it's been good for him to see that try. I tell you who else I thought had a good game when he came on was Corey Johnson. Corey Johnson, yeah, what an offload! The, yeah, the yeah offload. well, one one. Hang on, before the offload, he put Will Price in his ass. Yeah, well. I love yeah, that. I mean, Will Price. How the wanna... hell is he rumoured to go to the NRL? Well, he is sad. Not even rumoured. Is he going? I, 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 yeah, I wish he confirmed that he's going at the end of this season Jesus, before this I'd, season. I'd be finding a clause to go. And I, I wish him all the best out there. But he's, he's, I'll be amazed if he plays five NRL games. I do. I wanted to prove me wrong, but Corey just sent him absolutely flying with what I think is Corey's weekend. I think he just palmed him off, sent him flying, and then. It, it one of those where Corey doesn't even look for the offload. Yeah, he, he doesn't look to see who's supporting. It just assumes or knows someone's going to be there and just out it goes, tapping for Walters, mm. who also had a very good game. Ginny's saying, that, "What do you think of Walters' performance?" Yeah, you know? yeah it, that was bittersweet for me. It leaves a yeah, agreed. It leaves. <laughs> well, I was at the table, and the, this this people obviously on this table for my mates were going. 
I've never seen rugby league before. Going, oh, that he's quite good, isn't he? That number twenty-two he said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to Wigan." I don't know if um, either of you heard, but when he scored, they were singing "Sign Him Up," and I was just like, "They can't sign him up. He's just gone. He's <laughs> gone. gone. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, he's if it's true now. love." They'll find he'll find his way back. <laughs> my arg- my argument to it though we'll is just that have to get Tyler Dupree. The, well, my argument to this is that Holroyd would have been playing tonight if Walters wasn't there. Yeah, and I, I would still have bagged Holroyd to get two tries and probably yeah, more meters than, than Holroyd's Holroyd's ten times better than Sam Walters. Twenty yeah. times better. Twenty times better. He was ten <laughs> when he signed for Wigan. <laughs> when Walters said Wigan yeah, it's 50, it's times, 50 times better now. That's gonna keep <laughs> going up week on week. Um man of the match. Gentlemen, is, is that a stupid thing to say? Just, thing is, I think everyone deserves a shout. I thought Maya was brilliant. Hanley was great, obviously. Um, Martin was Butter better. I thought Lewis Roberts senior. had a good game as well. You know, I think. I is there pleased. anyone we haven't mentioned? I'm going to go through the team now just to make sure. Donaldson. Um, Dono had a good game. You know, none of them, but Sangre came on and did, didn't do oh, a Sangre. lot, but came well. Obviously, Cameron Smith had a bit oh, of a. Oh, Cammy. Had a quiet he played game. very well until he got bloody injured. Got, yeah, yeah, he looks all right though compared to the bit behind the game. Thank God for series. that. Bentley was lively, wasn't executionary wise, wasn't defended well. Um, I thought he was quite good in the first half and sort of tailed off in the second. I mean, yeah, you know, it's hard to shine when when everyone's shining. But I did think yeah. he started off well, but was less noticeable in the second half. Have we mentioned every player? McDonald, I think now. Who else is on the bench? Uh, I know we have. We, I think we've done every single one. Um, oh, the other one was Aledsky. Um, oh, Aledsky. Ginny was just saying that's not quite himself. And I don't think he is where he was last year. He's still working his way back up. Um, but but he still thankfully, made a... the pack now are in a better position. So, Because last year, he, we've said this, Lords, he carried us by mm. single-handedly well, if, to if the ground If he made final. 150 metres and wasn't that good and not quite himself, it's, then... It's one of those that where... shows how good he is. Yeah, exactly. we talk about Reese Martin and his form, but it's only because he's so, so good. What similar to Oletsky? Mm. No, in some ways, his his injury as well, like the, missing the start of the season. I think that's been a blessing in disguise because he's absolutely brought the best out of Tom Allroyd. Like, uh, and it also has brought out the best out of Sam Walters, which is obviously less of a positive because we're you know not really. Yeah, I'm not too bothered honest. about that to be honest. But, <laughs> Just my opinion. No, that's my that's my, my own, opinion. I, 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 I only touch upon that, but <laughs> but you know his absence has almost allowed other people to get closer to his level. Yes, like, I I'm rubbing my hands about what our our front row could look like for the next decade with with Allroyd and Aledsky as eight and ten. I think you know that really excites me. Yeah, agreed. So. The whole th- what we've what we've just agreed on then is that oh the it's whole, Austin no it's the Austin whole side was man of the match <laughs> no it's Stone Cold Blake Austin no, Stone I Cold have not Blake spent Austin. half a day going through WWE videos for a sport I've officially never for it not to be Stone Cold officially, Blake Austin the Lockpod man of the match well done Stone Cold welcome back love it um, we've got a guest joining us now um, he's running a incredible MND raffle I'm sure. Just me mentioning those words, people will be thinking, yep, I know who this is. I know what Eddie's talking about. It is. It's one of our regulars, Reese. He's definitely one of our friends. I'd, I'd call him a regular. A regular friend. There we go. A regular friend. <laughs> was very regular with us. Did loads of coverage with us over the World Cup. He's a great neutral. Recently did did one or two of our drafts. It's good old Bry from Six again. How are you doing, Bry? 
Hey, boys, you should be okay. No, no, Bry. No, no. I've got a couple of points on uh, on your game last night, uh, if you will. Um, Reese, with all your stats, um, Gil Goodson only made fifteen meters last night for Warrington. Oh yeah, that's all. Well, and Joe Philbin missed eight. Joe Philbin I completely forgot that there was other rugby league games last night. I got home I saw them. after midnight. I got yeah. I, I saw I think them. I you, didn't I? I was like, I Listen, completely but... forgot there was other games. Like Cass beat Warrington. That was at like ten past midnight. I completely forgot there was other rugby league on because I was just the state was in it last night. Yeah, don't worry about don't worry about what Reese was doing last night. He's <laughs> But the other point is, um, Blake Austin. I heard about uh, what you were saying about Blake Austin. Call, I yep. think he should. I think he should uh, say he's in Palmer de Mallorca every week if he performs like that. Oh, that was, you're making Eddie start a new thing, are you? Simple as he, he must. He must be. He must have to do that every week. Just sit outside a coffee house somewhere in Leeds. I'm in Palmer de Mallorca this week, lads. <laughs> that was so funny, <laughs> Brian. Would you like to tell us all about your amazing raffle that you've started? Uh, yeah, well, as you just said, Eddie, I'm doing a a, a raffle for MND. Um, got my hands on a couple of things, and I thought, uh, why not raffle them off? Um, two pound a ticket um, on Just Given. The links on our, our our Twitter page. Obviously, I think it's on the Instagram page as well. Um, and we're just gonna we're gonna we've got three prizes for anyone who can enter. What are the prizes, Bry? Uh, first prize is getting kindly modelled as we as we speak by my friend Rich. Sat there, but here's the first prize right here. Look at that! It's right here, fully bagged. Wait, you go. For those listening on Spotify, it is the Doddy Weir. Lead Rhino's magic shirt. Signed, I believe, is it, Brian? Uh, not yet, but it should be. <laughs> should be signed. Will be signed. Should be. Should be, yeah. It has to be now, because I've mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be now, seriously. I've signed, got a lot more work to do. <laughs> even if it's signed by Brian himself, it will be signed. <laughs> it yeah, will whoa, be signed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We never said who's signing it. <laughs> we'll get it's signed by me after a few bevies or, uh, next to Gary Eddard. No, no, on a Friday night. <laughs> um... Second prize is signed. It's um, Kevin Sinfield's new book. Amazing. Um, which is on its way. It's not here at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and third prize is has been um, donated kindly by Brent Sheldon, otherwise yeah. known as the Army Artist. Yes. And he, he has signed the back of this, and it will be framed, and it's a picture of Rob coming on at his last ever game. Ah, heavenly. Amazing. Those are three amazing prizes there, Brian. To be fair, I don't think... Like, you've kind of given us a one, two, three there, but... They're all good. They're all, to me, they're all well worthy. Two quid for a a ticket. It was hard to put them into an order, to be quite fair. Um, But I put them in... I'll be honest with you, I put them in the order that I put my hand on first. (laughs) That's it. That's the best thing I could do. Real thing. So it's two pound a ticket, everybody. If you do follow, well, you need to follow Bright regardless, because as as I've said loads of times, Bright does an amazing job on social media, on Twitter for rugby league as a whole. His six again page 
is well worth a follow. So if you just head over to Six again, all the details are on there of how to buy a ticket through the Just Giving page, etc. Um, Bry, when does it end? Have you, have you put an end date on it? I have initially put an end date for next Sunday. But now that Risa said I'm getting this shirt tied, it might go a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Kevin Kevin Sinfield did that to me. He did that video for me and told me it was signed. And I had to panic going, it's not signed. And I managed to get it signed. Um, but aware. yeah, I think, I think I'll work what I can. If I, I'm going to do it for Sunday, do the draw on Monday, the 3rd of July. Um, and then obviously if I can get it signed, I will get it signed and then forward it on to whoever wins it. Brilliant. Um, I think we've already we've already sold. I think we've already sold twenty five, thirty tickets, something like that. Oh, brilliant! Uh, last checkout half an hour ago. Yeah, brilliant. I think this is a Leeds fans podcast predominantly. These are Leeds fans prizes. So for any Leeds fans listening, it's well worth two quid. All going to an amazing cause. Uh, Bry, we love you. It's an amazing raffle, and you're welcome back anytime, my friend. Cheers, mate. Appreciate, appreciate it. Take it easy, Bryce. See you soon. Cheers, cheers, boys. Good old Bryce from six again. Um, please do, as I said, six Lisa. again. Six again. We don't even know why they're given, do we? But um, do head over to Bryce's page. Just follow him anyway, because he's well worth a follow. I promise you. You probably already do follow him. He's worth a follow, and then again. Two quid a ticket. I'm sure, we'll all buy some. Everyone listen to this. Get a nice Leeds themed prize. So that's that. Leeds Rhinos, just to finish up on this match review panel, play Warrington Wolves next on Thursday, live on Sky. You don't change a winning team, do you, Reese? No, stay the same. You just stay exactly the same. Do you agree with that, Cameron? Tomorrow I'll be back. So is he back? Yeah. Yeah, he probably will be. He's, he was training this week, and Nene McDonald will be back because it, if the game had been played on Saturday, if the game had been played today, he'd have been able to play because of concussion protocol. I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to retract my previous statement and go Nene McDonald so. in for Lewis Roberts. And look, if I would, I wouldn't. If Horroy's not, 100%, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. Back. He's going to say it. He's going to say it. What? He's going to say it. Holroyd okay. in for. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to say I don't. If Holroyd's not 100. percent then oh I don't God. think he should be rushed back because Sangareno played well, Walters played well, Lasone played well, all the props played San- well. Sangare, Sangare has a bit of a, a yeah, he has got a bit of a niggle. So um, if he has got a niggle, then Holroyd in for Sangare. I think I think well, uh, I think you've got a good point there. Insofar as um, you know, it's whoever's fittest, isn't it? Is is Holroyd fitter having come back off an injury, or mm. will Justin be fitter? Having picked up a, a niggle, will he be all right? So whoever's whoever's more just more ready for the game, I think plays. I don't know what you do if they're all hundred percent fit. Probably, probably just just because I'm cynical. Sorry, Sam Walters, you probably get that's that you probably get binned off then if if everyone's fit. Nene has to come back in for Roberts oh, yeah. at, the, at the at the bare minimum for me. If I kind of agree, if Holroyd is a little under not fully fit someone's just commented williams is williams is a doubt he's not a doubt he definitely won't be playing playing what what george williams oh there we go confirmed out for five weeks um predictions oh, no. <laughs> gentlemen 
to finish this one off, predictions for um, seventy-two Wolverine. nil. Um, ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think well, it'll be a bit of a closer game. Warrington a bit of a tougher at the moment. Obviously, I've, I've enjoyed seeing the footage of obviously one Jill Dudson's meter stats, one Cassiano getting fallen, fallen over like a leaf blower um, when he attempted charge down for Widdop's kick. Um, he got beat by Cass, so there must be pants. But we got beat by Cass so twice, so we, so we must pants, be pants. No, we're not pants. Um, now we're east. I, I think it's a way, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I reckon it's going to be a twenty-eight ten to Leeds. Nice. Cameron prediction. I'm going for a similar similar scoreline, and I'm not just riding off the back of uh, of Reese. There, I, I had this. In I my mean, head. I am often right, Cam. So I don't blame you if you do follow <laughs> my judgment. I, I am. Uh, I, I had this in my head before, and I, I promise you. I promise you. Um, I am going lead, Leeds to win. I, uh, I feel like we'll we'll be riding the high. Warrington. Riding the low, as we've already established, Williams won't be playing. I don't know about Josh Drinkwater, he's not been playing for the last few weeks. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go 32 14. I think it's yeah. another game where we get to enjoy lots nice. of uh, lovely tries. Before we finish up, are we going to talk about the transfer news that's come out today? We can do. Before I give my prediction, yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't want a lot to uh, end, end it all straight after his prediction. I was like, oh, we have been rumored today from. Is it the independent in France? La independent. La independent in, in France. Um, we've been rumoured to be signing. I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. Mikael Goudemond. Goudemond. Um, pretty much a second rower loose forward, I think. Can from, play prop. Can play prop from Catalan Dragons. 98 appearances. 27-year-old uh, Challenge Cup winner. Is this, Reese? a... I think you mentioned it. To me, early and perhaps in in our group chat, the replacement for James Bentley, or is this Reese the replacement for Sam Walters if he plays pro? I think it's more of a second row. It's I mean, it's a, it, you I know, do. Rowan likes his versatile players, but you can I mean, he's mm. fight. He's only five foot ten, mm. so he's not exactly got that. You know, yeah, not, that's really small. For, for a prop, I'd expect him to be um, a bit taller. Obviously, you're five foot zero, so you need never be able to play prop. Um, I, I, I think it's a good sign. Michael Kudermon's a good player. He's a good, good Super League player. You're not using a quota spot. Um, obviously, I think it sounds like we've lost out to Fitzgibbon to Warrington. Um, yeah, he's rubbish. So, so I, I, yeah, I, th- I it's think, I think it's a good, I think it's a good move. To be fair, he's a proven Super League player, part of a, a winning side that just adds to that depth and that. Good squad, good squad player. It's not going to set the world alight, but do a very good job. Hot take. I think this is a better sign than Fitzgibbon would have been. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. Fitzgibbon's crap. And that's not... Uh, absolutely I mean, I, I mean, know, I'm glad we didn't sign Fitzgibbon. I know what you're doing, Eddie. You're, you're just being the usual bias. I was trying... I'm actually being honest <laughs> with my what opinion you here. You <laughs> <laughs> my, because... We well, we've seen it with Warrington. They've been burnt by a certain Australian signing. You know, they, a lot of these yeah, NRL forwards that you bring in are ah, they're a hit and miss. And we've already got a good pack anyway, and a, a pack that will be with us around, you know, for, for for five to ten years. So adding an experienced person, a player who's who's proven in Super League, mm. you know, I think that's that's in some ways that's better than bringing in a, a, a relatively big name. 
from from the NRL because you know what you're getting. You know, when, when, with any NRL signing, there's an element of risk, whereas there isn't much risk here, I don't think. He's a player who has played, well, as you said, he's played in a winning team a good, and, a, yes. and a very good pack. And in terms of who he, who he's replacing, interest, I feel like he's kind of a Zante Avano replacement as well because of his... Oh, muting me here. Sorry, I meant to mute myself. Sorry. <laughs> Did you see that? Just for those uh, just kind of wondering what happened to Cameron there, Statman Reese just muted him. Like, that, is know, one of, really? that is, without doubt, the rudest thing that's ever happened on this podcast. I meant to mute myself, all right? Carry on, Cameron. Sorry. <laughs> what I was saying was, in, in his ability to play second row and loose forward, to, I mean, it's not quite Zane Tavano because I'd rather have him at playing prop than Goudemond because of that yeah. size difference that we've spoken about. Yeah. But in terms of having a player who can play as an edge forward or in the middle, that's is that kind of thing. You know, that, that reminds me of Zane, who I actually still maintain is better on the edge, but hey ho. A good player then. I think we all agree that good player, good signing. I kind of briefly looked on Twitter at some reaction and it all seemed pretty positive. Well, from the Rhinos fans saying, yeah, we, we'll, we'll take that. It's not a quarter spot, so... That's we'll that's another it. very very important point that it isn't a quarter spot being yeah. used. Mm. We're gonna have loads of them anyway. So, just to wrap it up, thank you, Cameron, as always. Thank you, Reese, as always. Thank you to Bry for nipping in again. Just another push. Please do head to dry dry to Bry's Twitter page six again for details on that MND raffle. Tickets are two pound. My prediction, I can't decide if we're going to win by 50 or 54. So I think I'll say 52. You know what's going to happen now, don't you? We'll win by 54. <laughs> and I think Nene McDonald's going to run riot. What's the most tries anyone's ever scored in a Super League game? In the eight, no, it's seven. seven. Oh, for seven, Leeds, it's five. Bev and French got seven last year. Seven against we? Hull last year. Yeah. yeah. Nene McDonald's. But for Leeds, it's five. Then McDonald equal that. When we were talking about players who, who who get you excited, you know how we said it's just Blake Austin and Harry Newman. Nene is in that category for me. He's moved into that category. Absolutely. Cameron, thank you as always. Reese, thank you as always. Thanks to Brian again. Thanks to everybody that watched this live on YouTube. For everybody that doesn't know, we do have a YouTube channel, The Lock Pod, where we stream all of our podcasts live so you can watch these or you can watch them back please do feel free to subscribe to the lock pod channel if you just go to youtube search the lock pod that's us there give us a like give us a subscribe give hit that notification bell all that shebang we'll be back to review the warrington game see you next time